Good afternoon, Boston, with your chilly willy dilly self today. Boy, oh boy, we got a show for you. This is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell Sr. Programs brought to you by Triad Veterans League. And we're at WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston. Boston's community community radio station, folks. And we got a lot of things to talk about, and we got the right source of conversation today. We got a lady that does so much work in and beyond Boston, and we so much appreciate her taking the time to come out into this chill to spill. We got the lady by the name of Verna Hampton. Hello, Verna. Hello, Verna. Hello, Haywood. Hello, Haywood. Nice to have you here today. On this wonderful Sprinter Day. Lord, folks, you ought to see that smile. She's just generating that could warm the world. I can't let her go because it'll be cold in here and we won't have no program, but we're going to get her out there. She's going to warm us up with some conversation. How you been, Vernon? How's everything? I have been blessed and truly favored. Everything is great. It's always good to have you here. Yes, sir. Talking about what's going on in your world, what's going on with the arts, with new programs. I think we're going to start today talking about uh, this new program you have, this uh, innovative program that deals with our young people graduating from high school, I do believe. Yes, sir. And what is the name of it again? It's called Hold On One Second, Please. It's called Hold On One Second, Please. <laughs> Yes. Is that what you said? It's the first annual Francis Waith Bernat Student Commencement Concert and Awards Ceremony. Now, you got to say that again. The first annual Francis Waith Bernat Student Commencement Concert and Awards Ceremony. Okay, so now what is that? We'll be honoring 10 Boston public high school seniors who are graduating, who have excelled in both academic and arts in school and are graduating this year. Wow, now that's really something. Folks, you know, a lot of times we take things for granted, but there are not really that many programs like the one that Verna is talking about. She's talking about honoring our students, you know, graduating from, from school. And, and, you know, it's a lot of discouraging things to have this opportunity to encourage is very, very important. That's correct. Heywood, that's exactly why this came to me as divine intervention. Okay. Seriously. I was at a family member's homegoing ceremony mm -hmm. and the venue where it was it was so beautiful and it was such a beautiful service and after the fact I found out about one of my young mentees who was graduating from a Boston public high school and how wonderful she had done and all the accolades and scholarships that she had received actually it's the same young lady who was supposed to be on the show today but she's actually gone to the school where she'll be attending in September today they okay. drove down to Georgia she and her parents what is her name her name is Choice McClady say that again Choice C H O I C E 
McCarty. What about that name? What about that name? And she's a wonderful young woman. Oh, my goodness gracious. Choice. Yes. Boy, that's something. I'm telling you, that is a magnificent name. Yes. And you say she's down going she, to Alabama? No, to no. Atlanta. She went to Georgia. Georgia, I don't, okay. With her parents to right. go and check out things to get her settled down. When she goes in September, okay. she actually has also received a scholarship from the um, <clears throat> from Tanglewood. Mm-hmm. That's part of the Boston Symphony Orchestra's I got ba- you. band up in the Western Massachusetts. Up in Tanglewood. Up in Tanglewood, Tanglewood yes. Right, where they do all the, uh, all yes. the uh, Boston Pops and people yes. like that. Yes. yes. Well, this oh, is she a singer? She's a musician. She's a singer. She sings all styles, including opera. Okay. I'm very proud of this young woman. I've known her since she before she was in high school. Right. And she's excelled. She's a really adamant community advocate. Right. She goes out for herself and for youth and does so many things. And so it's going to be she and nine other Boston Public High School okay. seniors. So you have coordinated a program collaborated as well, that is going to uh, identify 10 students that have excelled in academics and in in their talent. Yes. And what are the schools that you are honoring? Well, we have this five schools. Uh, One of them is the John, the Mm O'Brien, the uh, Boston Arts Academy. Okay. The Jeremiah E. Burke High School. Okay. The, um, I don't have it in front of me. You have to excuse me. The um, Latin Academy. Okay. And Madison Park. All right. Then so, there's one other high school that I know the team. It might, it might come to you. Don't, don't, yes. don't beat yourself up. <laughs> but let me just ask you this, right? Yes. Let me carry you in this conversation because... Uh, this is an exciting moment for us, Vernon. You do a lot in our community. And on behalf of our theater community, I want to thank you for the work that you do in Boston and beyond to, you know, keep it growing and keep it flowing. You know, I want to thank you for taking the time out to look at our young people and to encourage them. You, you said this is your first year? Yes. Okay, so uh, what what... What what you learned from this year's production, I hope that you will call on the Oscar Mitchell Family Theater Program Company for anything that you think that we can help you with because we're celebrating our 25th year. I know. And in that 25th, 25th year, we have a young lady by the name of Sky Forts who is on the dean's list at Emerson College. That's wonderful. And she's a, and she's a theater major, and this is her first year. That's wonderful. Also, uh, we have another young lady that preceded Sky Forts. Uh, her name is Caprice Hall, and she went to Emerson, and she graduated from Emerson, and she does videos. You know, it's one of the things. She's also an actress, you know. So I'm just saying that uh, to say what encouragement can do and what people believing in themselves can do through being around the right kind of people, and you are one of the right kinds of people to be around. 
Thank you. I appreciate your saying that. And as you said, the youth are our vanguard. Right. The youth bring forth not just the art, the politics, what's going on within the community, and they are not afraid to speak out. Ask the question. They're not afraid to ask the question. And they're not afraid to find the answer. This is the Other Page Radio, WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. Boston's community radio station brought to you by Triad Veterans League, and we are here today with Verna Hampton. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Are you behind on rent or mortgage payments and at risk of losing your home due to COVID-19? You may be eligible for help to make your payments. State programs like RAFT and IRMA can provide funding to help eligible renters and homeowners. Don't wait. Find resources and start a secure online application at metrohousingboston.org forward slash COVID help. Metro Housing Boston. People first. Housing always. You know, folks, um, our guest today is real special in that she has done a lot of work in theater, stage, productions, etc. Educating. It doesn't make any difference how old you are to learn. And Verna has worked with young people, older people, and in-between people. And she's well-respected in the community. Verna, just tell me a little bit about how you got started in uh, with involving yourself in the theater arts. How did you do that? I actually got started at the Blessed Sacrament Convent for Negroes and Indians hmm. that was in Roxbury. It's gone now. I actually forget the name of the street, but my older siblings had to bring me with them. My older siblings were in the Drum and Bugle Corps mm-hmm. that was run by Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith, okay. And she also did acting and did little skits. And when I was around, I guess, four years old, my brothers, my sisters had to bring me with them. And I had the same deep voice. And I came into where they were rehearsing for some little play. And I said, do you know where my sister is? And my voice was kind of this deep. And Miss mm-hmm. Smith looked up and said, who is that little girl with that deep voice? Mm-hmm. And my sister said, that's our baby sister. And she asked me if I wanted to be in the play. And the first, the first line I've ever said on a stage was, bought it at the five and ten cent store, cost two bits, couldn't afford no more. It was a mock wedding, and they had me play the ring bearer who had the ring. Mm-hmm. And besides doing work at home with my siblings, they also had me performing and we would perform for our families. Then I went to school and I, my mother put us in dancing school and all of that here in Roxbury. Mrs. Kennedy was our, my first dance teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just 
go up then to when I moved, when I went to school at UMass and Susan Batson sent me to New York to work with the Family Repertory Company. And I went there as their first intern from a university. And from the first intern from a university to the assistant director and lead actor and actress with uh, the Family Repertory Company that was led by Marvin Felix Camillo. And I'd just like to say the Family Repertory Company originated in the penal institutions in New York City. Okay. And state. Well, let me just interrupt you here now because you called some some uh, legendary names there. Yes, sir. I know Susan Babson. Yes, She's sir. an entrepreneur. And uh, her daughter uh, teaches theater. Her son. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. She has a daughter that teaches too. No, Susan Batson is the daughter. You're thinking of Mrs. Batson, what's Susan's her? mom. Yeah. What's her, what's her name? Her Susan Batson is the coach, the yeah. theater coach. Uh, what's her mother's name? Ruth Batson. Okay. So yes. All right. So Ruth Batson is the entrepreneur. Susan Babson is the one that teaches theater. Yes. And she worked with uh, P. Diddy, you know, mm-hmm. um, one of her clients, and you worked with her as well. Wow, what a way to go. Yes, sir. She I trained me well. Yeah. And yeah. also the training of Marvin Felix Camille and so many people. I was really blessed. I worked mm-hmm. with, as well, you know, I worked with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the playwright. Uh, that we both know. Which one? What did he write? What Clara's she... old man in the wine time. Um, James Baldwin. No. Um, oh my goodness, that's terrible. I just. It'll come to you. It'll come to me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done any on Broadway or off Broadway? Yes, work? several things. I worked. I I'm, I was. I am and still am a downtown diva. I work at Theater for the New City. I work at La Mama ETC. Uh, the public theater. Are those theaters, public theaters in New York? Yeah, these are theaters in New York. Okay. Here in Boston. Um, I came back here four and a half, five years ago now to just focus in on my music. But, of course, I was here and people asked me to do a couple of things. And I did Colored Girls here at um, mm-hmm. at the um, Hibernian Hall yeah, a few years that. ago. Yes. And that was well received. Okay. And then I more than... Anything else, I've been focused in on the music and my band. Mm -hmm. But as I do that, I still contribute to the arts uh, through working with the community and community arts. And I work with the National Center of African American, the Museum of the National Center of African American Artists. I work with the uh, JBC, which is the uh, Juneteenth Committee, Mm -hmm. the Boston Juneteenth Committee. Right. which comes out of the museum. Right. I work with the Vine Street Community Center. Okay, all right. Thank yes. you for those credentials. But one of the things that you haven't talked about is your book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I also have a new book out called Poetry in a Miyad. It came out in September, and I also have a concert series that goes with the book that I've been traveling with 
and performing. I was uh, nominated for uh, the 2022 Pushcart Prize. All right. And also the Author Award. I okay. believe that's what it is. I've been, and the 2022 Pushcart Award doesn't come out until 2023. Okay. So who's sponsoring that? My publisher nominated me for these things. Okay. You would actually have to ask him. You know, I've never been one that's privy on big awards and well, uh, things, know, though I've won several. You're very important. The work that you do uh, is prominent, and we want people to be able to appreciate you more. So we'll be right back. This is the other page radio, folks. I had to take a little break there. You know, get in there, give my baby a hug. <laughs> I told her I didn't give her no hugs till one o'clock, but she deserves an early hug because she's going to do some things that are spiritual. So we got to, like, get right back to you now, Miss B. Yes, sir. Please uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to read. As soon as I bring it up. Okay. Verna Hampton, she's going to read something. Verna, go ahead. Where do I come from? I come from Africa. I come from Boston. I come from Brooklyn. I come from stolen, displaced Africans brought here on ships and sold to a man named Yops. I also come from Yops. I come from Tobe, Alvarine, Zula, Big Red, Staples, Elaine, Black Jack, a light-skinned Pullman porter, and a dark-skinned Navy man. I come from a mama who was very hanky, very sadiddy, but she could get down to the do-wa-ditty. I come from a mother who told me you are a princess, and nuns who called me you people. I come from my guts. I come from my heart. I come from St. John, St. Anne, St. Hughes, and the Blessed Sacrament Convent for Negroes and Indians. I come from down south Georgia and up south Massachusetts, Louise Day Hicks and Lester Maddox, Sardis, Vidalia, Savannah, Valdosta, Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattapan. I come from fried chicken, collard greens, and potato salad. $5 a plate, the Odessa and Leshkos on Avenue A, pierogies, blintzes, and real mashed potatoes, Papa Leroy's home-cooked Navy meals, and Granny Wright's cakes made from scratch. Mm, mm, mm. I come from coco vin, lasagna, bagels, steak, salad, baked beans, corn on cob, lobster, hog mogs, chitlins, and fried fish on Fridays. I come from Hallelujah, Shalom, thank you, Jesus, Allah, Akbar. I come from Patricia Flannery, Richard Murawski, Constance DeBella, old Eastern European men sitting in the Bialy Stoker Delicatessen on Blue Hill Avenue, drinking tea from a glass, and Zelda's mother, who had numbers on her arm. I come from my guts. I come from my heart. I come from... 
we shall overcome. Free breakfast for children, school busing, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, JFK, Fred Hampton, Malcolm X, Medgar Evers, Emmett Till, Dr. Martin Luther King, and up against the wall, mother! Take your boot off my neck or snatch your leg off. I come from if you take the A train or the J train or the one, two, three, the four tops, Aretha, the Temptations, the 1812 Overture. Ooh, baby, baby, there's a party tonight. It's howdy duty time. Turn that music down. And Nina Simone. I wish you knew how it would feel to be me. And everybody knows about Mississippi God. I come from Catherine Dunham, Maria Tallchief, Shirley Chisholm, Hattie McDaniels, Paul Robeson, Dorothy Dandridge, Nikki Giovanni, Susan Batson, Marvin Felix, Pancho Camillo, Robbie McCauley, Maestro Barry Harris, Dr. Elma Lewis, Queen Mother Moore, Ruby Bridges, Fannie Lou Hamer, Melnia Cass, Bayard Ruskin. I come from Louis Armstrong. Pops. I come from my guts. I come from my heart. Where do I come from? I come from you. Amen. Amen. Miss Verna Hampton just did Where Do I Come From? And she talked about Robin McCauley. <laughs> Robin McCauley was at Emerson, if I'm not mistaken. One of my woman tours. She's one of my teachers also. She has to be one of your teachers. You couldn't teach her anything because she was the <laughs> one, baby. From New York. Yeah, I met her. From I met, the time I started. She lost her memory. She's passed away. Yeah, she had Alzheimer's. She passed away. Yeah, she was a beautiful lady, man. Yes, she was. I met her. I met her. Oh, that was so strong. That was strong, folks. I got to give her. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. We got today Miss Verna Hampton is our guest here on the other page radio, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And she just did one of the selections from her uh, recently published book. I'm looking forward to hearing a little more. But right now we'll take a little break and be right back. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Folks, this program is a part of Triad Veterans League, and we are what you might call the voice of veterans. We want to thank the folks here at BNN TV Radio for their unyielding support. I mean, we have been so blessed to be able to do this show, uh, do a television program called The Other Page TV. And staff has been extremely, uh, you know, they've been all out for us. And we just want to, like, let folks know that veterans who have served deserve to be served. Uh, there shouldn't be any homeless veterans anywhere in the United States of America. 
And I'm saying that because we don't prioritize the damage that was done to our male and female veterans during times of struggle for other people's freedom. And we got to understand that the military is no different from civilian life when it comes to social dynamics as in how we treat each other as it relates to our skin color or our being different ethnic-wise. We continue to call each other racial and ethnic slurs. We continue to just disregard ourselves as God's children, which is only O-N-E-1. And being able to articulate some of the issues that happen to our veterans is a blessing. Because some of those people that we see in the January 6th calamity in Washington, D.C., are veterans. Lost, wrong direction, but they too serve. And we need them to come back and help get our veterans who are off track on track. We need to let politicians know that veterans are not political pawns to be used only when they need a vote. We want to take our information and share it with you and let you know that there has been a conversation that is ongoing about closing the VA health care center in Jamaica Plain. They still building, spending capital funds on that building, and now they're talking about closing that building. For what I ask you, we need to understand that veterans are not a situation to be disregarded because so many of them, men and women, decided that they were going to go into the military, serve their country, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Some came back, some didn't come back, but many of those that came back came back with dull eyes that were not recognizable because of the damage and the lack of coping skills dealing with the trauma that they were involved in. So I just want to let you know that Triad Veterans League is not just advocating. We are actively involved. We go into the prisons, into the jails, you know, carrying the message instead of being the message. We want to, again, thank you for your service. This is the other page. Radio WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. And our guest today is Miss Verna Hampton. You just heard her poem, Where Do I Come From? What a piece, Verna. That was beautiful. Thank you. Would you happen to have another one? Weather Report. Happy Sprinter, everyone. It is almost May, and it's not 50 degrees. Whether the weather be fine or whether the weather be not. 
We'll weather the weather, whatever the weather, whether we like it or not. Whether it's hurricanes, torrential rains, hail, tornadoes, or droughts, tsunami waves, the earth that quakes, volcanoes where hot lava spews out. Global warming, global warming, is it true? I tell you, what shall we do? A cool spring, a summery fall, enduring the winters, the temps hardly fall. Oil slicks on the sea, big business and speculators killing the trees, and there has also been a great shortage of bees. What is the cause? What is the cause? Mother Nature is going through forced menopause. Global warming, global warming, is it true? I tell you, what will we do? From nuclear war to the man next door, I'll tell you what I'm screaming for. Give a refrain about acid rain, we may never see a live lake again. Global warming, global warming, is it true? I tell you, what will we do? Give a shout, ozone fallout, try explaining to the children what that's all about. Burn the chemicals, create a wasteland. The fate of the universe is in technology's hand. Give a scream about you and me, about a constitution that says all are free. Well, where is the equality? Where is our reality? What is Having to be what we are not, fighting for jobs someone else has got. <laughs> thanks, America. Thanks a lot for an economy, for an economy. I'm sure it could be the death of you and me, whether the weather be fine or whether the weather be not. We'll weather the weather, whatever the weather, whether we like it or not. We've all worked here in this land, bucket on floor, mop in hand, bowing and scraping and saying, yes, sir, saying, yes, ma'am. Teachers, sweatshops, technos, medicos, laymen, waiting at the bus stops, hold on to your wallets tight. Watch out for that next tax ripoff. Did a little piecework in one hour. I made fifteen ninety nine. World Trade Organization hired a country cheap, and now they cut my time. Whether the weather be fine or whether the weather be not, we'll weather the weather, whatever the weather, whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not, whether we like it or not. Well, my goodness gracious, if we didn't get a lesson in social justice in that piece, I don't know what we got. That was beautiful, Miss Vernon. God bless really you. appreciate that. And what's the name of your book again? It's called Poetry in a Miyad. Poetry in us Miyad. In a I N N A in a me M I Yad Y A H D in a Miyad man. You know? Okay. <laughs> you feel it? Yeah, yeah. You be you be you be delighted, folks, when you meet this lady because she is awesome. She is so spiritual. You can't do nothing but be touched. <laughs> when she sings, she sings. When she recites, she tells. You know, she's concerned. Talk us a little bit more about your program. How do you envision this uh, down the line? I see it as getting larger. We're starting with 10 mm -hmm. pu Boston Public High Schools. I would actually like to see it go to, I believe we were talking about this, to junior high schools. Who are, mm -hmm. youth who are graduating, mm -hmm. going into high school. Okay. I would like to encourage them to continue on mm -hmm. to high school. I'd like to see that. 
and I'd like to see it done in different venues. This time, we are collaborating with the Cathedral Church of St. Paul with Dean Amy. Okay. And they opened their doors to us to do this. And again, when I told the story earlier, it was because I had been in that venue at a family member's coming home mm. event. Is this in the South End? No, actually, this is on Tremont Street, mm -hmm. across the street from the Boston Common. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember you told me about yes, that. Yes, I right. will give okay. you the exact... Yeah. I will give you the exact... Mm -hmm. I've been in that building before. Yes, it's a... a Lovely building, appropriate too. It's huge, yes. Yes. yes and yes. it's appropriate. I actually, my band and I, we did a project with them this past Saturday. Okay. We did this um, Holy Saturday vigil, mm -hmm. and my music partner, we presented his new, it's not new, but we presented his spiritual piece called. Mm -hmm. It was very nice, and it was well-received. And I met some wonderful youth who mm -hmm. are actually going to be a part of the event. Absolutely wonderful. That's great. That's great. We're going to take another little break right now, and we'll be right back. Are you behind on rent or mortgage payments and at risk of losing your home due to COVID-19? You may be eligible for help to make your payments. State programs like RAFT and IRMA can provide funding to help eligible renters and homeowners. Don't wait. Find resources and start a secure online application at metrohousingboston.org forward slash COVID help. Metro Housing Boston. People first. Housing always. Are you a veteran who is struggling with your housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Folks, I got to say something. You know, we got to, like I say, my guest is Vernon Hampton, and she's uh, very spiritual. And that's what we need more of in our community, um, because we get we we going the wrong way. <laughs> and we gotta like look out for these kids. Yes, sir. Because kids trying to raise themselves, and you can see what's happening with that. That is not going to work. We need some senior involvement, some senior care. And you know, right now, I just want to bring it on back to the Oscar Michelle Family Theater program company, often referred to as The Company. As the founder of a, a theater group that's community-based, I am truly grateful to be celebrating 2022 
as our 25th year of consistent, persistent growth, using our history as our source material, and believing in and appreciating the ancestors for their contributions to this phenomenon known as the Harlem Renaissance. But before the Harlem Renaissance, I want to briefly talk about the African diaspora. I want to talk about Emancipation Proclamation. And I want to talk about the Great Migration, also known as the Black Migration, and then the Harlem Renaissance, one of the most culturally significant times, not just in black history, but American history. I want to talk about our ancestors, and I want to talk about the descendants of a people who were stolen from their native land and were free and were chained, bound, branded. Some were thrown overboard. Some jumped overboard. Rather than to be a slave, they took the watery grave. And they came to these shores again, captured, but never slaves, because the spirit was in them. Their names, their culture was taken, but their belief to be free never died. That's why we have descendants that are bringing forth the talent that was loaned to them by God to accentuate our greatness as a people. Then we would have been chained and beaten, raped, robbed of all that we hold so dear in a slave field picking cotton or whatever, dying during the Civil War, the 54th Massachusetts volunteer, black soldiers with black women in alliance with them, fighting for a freedom that we yet have in other countries as well. The Emancipation Proclamation cited twice in our history, with the last place being 1863 in Texas. They didn't know about it. But they learned, and many of them didn't know where to go or what to do, and they stayed chained with the same mindset. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, folks, folks started leaving because they believed that they could find a better place, a better space in which to grow. Many of them went to Chicago, and some went to Detroit, which is near Chicago, and some went to Charlotte, Philadelphia, Kansas City. A lot of them went to a place called New York City. And at that time, around the 
early 1920s, folks was leaving, the Europeans was leaving Harlem and moving out into the suburbs and going up to Scarsdale and Westchester County and places like that and leaving their apartments. They back now, though, anyway. Uh, we moved in. Some of us went to school. Some of us got jobs. And some of us took the talent that was known and sought the stage. Theater. Opera. Jazz. Spelled J-A-S-S for a while. Then they had the people with black faces Rather than to share the stage with us, they put on black faces and grease paint and tried to mimic a talent that was loaned to us by God. That did not work. Everything, everything was tried to deny us, to try us, but it fortified us. It brought so many wonderful people out. Some couldn't take it, though, being denied and went to Europe. Like Josephine Baker, Paul Robertson, Marion Anderson. I mean, there were so many. And then they realized that Europe was not their country, that their battle was in America. And they came back to claim, as we are still doing, did you hear Werner Hampton read today on our show? Whether or whether. See, there's only one thing here that we must do. That is to honor our ancestors and what they stood for. Mm -hmm. And what you stand for. So the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program Company, thanks to so many people and so much encouragement, are celebrating our 25th year. Dividing these talents, bringing them back, not to emulate, but to continue to originate. Our ancestor spirit, it does not die, no matter how hard they try. Did you hear Verna Hampton? I know she's not going to sing today, but if you ever, ever, ever get an opportunity to hear this woman, this friend, this descendant of the Harlem Renaissance, sing, you will appreciate yourself. First, because you can hear the freedom that's in her voice, the freedom that is our choice to be ourselves and not try to emulate something that has not benefited us. We got our own groove, and we got to make our own move to understanding the greatness of our people we are, we are 
the only people that came to this country from freedom to capture. Everybody else was all messed up. In jails, uh, you know, uh, the Irish state, during the time of Thomas Cromwell, put on ships and made into slaves, dropped off in the Caribbeans. They tried to say that they were indentured, but there was no indenture. They was in the cotton fields or the sugarcane fields. I mean, it was so many of them that I don't know what happened to that part of their history. But understand that our history is not a mystery, and you need to be proud of it. You need to teach it. You need to listen more to the other page radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. We'll be right back. One of the things that I was talking about is based on the principle of understanding that you can't get to a good place by yourself. Now, we got a special guest here, and she uh, certainly is the archetype, you know, archetype meaning in lead, you know, of using collaborations to advance our culture and our appreciation of each other. She uses music. She uses theater. She uses love to entwine and wind around people like a rope of hope. That's what she does. We can't allow her program not to be what she wants it to be because that would be selfish. We're talking about a young lady that was supposed to be on our program today by the name of Joyce, a name I love. Uh, and she's with her parents and they're out of town. They're out of state. We must continue to emulate the goodness that is in our hearts. It's not about one person. It's not about me. It's about we. So we got we to gotta keep that up front. We got to wear that like a second skin. Because if we don't do that and learn to appreciate each other and not hate each other and not get violent with each other. See, one thing about the arts is that it brings you to a point of understanding that you can't perform by yourself. You can't perform by yourself. 
And it, 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 it brings out the love that we have been holding back on through judging people, telling somebody that they can't sing. Well, they can't sing. What can you do? Maybe you can do what we do with our people at the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program with the help of Brother Will Spencer. We teach our cast members about being behind the camera because everybody doesn't get to the stage to perform. So what do you do if you want to be in theater? You learn about sound. You learn about prop design. You learn about wiring. You learn about makeup. You learn about the front of the house. You learn everything when you come to the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company. If you're interested in knowing about us, go to omtc.comp. omtc.comp. Visit us on our YouTube page, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company. Join our YouTube. Oscar Michelle Theater Company dot comp and see our history unfolding now in our 25th year. We could not have done that without a spirit that people like Werner Hampton possesses. So you got to be spiritual in this world because if you're not, you're lost. You're lost, man. I, I mean, I know some Sundays that when Verna was uh, singing in this place with her friend playing the piano, I was like, whoa, just the food I need. <laughs> you know, we got so much things going for us that we're so busy imitating the wrong stuff. We got to be about originating, not imitating, emulating. Folks, I'm not preaching. I'm teaching. <laughs> I want you to understand how important Verna is to our community. You know, you can't see the spirit, but you can feel it. She is so warm, so ideal for leadership in the movement that we call the arts. Thank you so much, Miss Verna, for the work that you're doing in our community. Thank you. Because we really need it. We really need it. Thank you so much for your support. We really need it. We really need it. I mean, you know, you got some people that think that they can just come up and give you a few dollars and uh, that's like big time, right? But what they need to do is to sit down and watch what they're giving their money to and for. Because Verna is teaching and reaching. I'm reaching and teaching, so... There you have it. We don't need your money like that for your tax write-off. You need to come and learn who you are and not who you thought you were. You need to learn about Augusta Savage. Mm -hmm. You need to learn about Langston. You need to learn about Claude McKay if we must die. Hmm. You need to read about w, w, Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois, Ida B. Wells. See, Verna 
is all of those people. You heard her say that. Collard greens, chitlins, hog malls. Called Subway Stops. Called Dudley. She didn't call them all, but I mean, that's what the Harlem Renaissance is all about. We came from the slave fields, and in 1863, we left those fields. And in 1920 or thereabout, 37, 57 years later, we find ourselves on the stages of the world. Now, we've been captured, because like I say, we was never slaves. We was captured for over 300 years. We tall with that. So, I want you to understand what I'm saying, folks. Please understand what I'm saying. I'm talking about us valuing ourselves and learning who we are. Dude. 19... 30 or thereabout, I think it was, they had the uh, the, uh, the social phenomenon where everybody was hungry in the United States of, of America. I forgot what they called that time in the stock market crash. The Great Depression. The Great Depression, thank you. The Great Depression, we was already marginalized. We were already marginalized. Listen to me now, listen to me. And then came World War II. Still marginalized, still marginalized. But we we steady going with the marginalizing, we're going. And then reluctantly, grudgingly, you know, we start seeing one hired, one hired, folks, one. So, yeah, we got one out there. So, look, check this out, right? It starts with one, but it can't end with one. We got to believe more in ourselves. We got to reach back and we got to pull ourselves and those behind us up front with us. Because we're moving, we're grooving. Remember now, we got to the stages of theater and other places because of a unity that's unfounded in America. They try to kill us off. They try to kill us spirits. They try to put us in prisons. And justice is not blind. Justice is not blind. All right? Now, our veterans are being disrespected, but we're coming back, building that profile of respect for our veterans. Verna is doing her part, getting the young people together. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. I got it. You're running for election. You're a politician that's not going to change the policies or the laws. Until you understand that we are going in the wrong direction and saving our culture is saving ourselves. We are a great people denied, tried, 
disregarded, yet we move forward no matter what the weather is. We are getting there, and we can move faster if we begin to encourage our young people and let them know that we appreciate them. Yes. Respect our elders. They're not yo. They're not pop. They're not ma. And keep your hands off other people's children. Better learn how to read, young people. Because if you can't read, you're going to try some shortcuts and you're going to end up in a bad situation and get a quarry. Criminal offenders records identification process. You won't be able to get no jobs, no education, no place to live. And that's not what our ancestors were all about. They stole from us, so we don't have to steal from them. We don't have to do that. We got to know our history and how determined those people were. We got to remember the people that went into the watery grave rather than to be a slave. How do you unchain yourself? If you listen to Verna Hampton, who was our guest today, you will understand more about the needed direction that we need to apply ourselves. Verna, I can't, we're closing out now, and I just, again, I want to thank you so much for being our guest here on the Other Page Radio, WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. You've been good to us, Verna. Thank you so much for coming in, you know, and sharing the importance of what you're doing for Miss Choice and nine other kids, and we look forward to you coming back and sharing some other information with us. I surely will. Thank you so much for having me, and remember that date. It's May the 22nd, 2022. It's at 5 p.m. at the Cathedral Church of St. Paul. And we are looking forward to seeing everyone and celebrate our youth for their all of their accomplishments. Their Thank positive. you so much. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful day. We appreciate all y'all. See you next week. God bless you.